Hey guys, what's going on? It's your boy, Jay the D, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast in my head. Uh, You'll notice that uh, it sounds like I'm doing the podcast from the mobile studio, and believe it or not, despite how this sounds, I actually am. Now, we've got some interesting things to talk about today, and by some, I mean like one with maybe a sidebar, as these things typically go. But before we dive off the headboard and smack our heads on the bottom of this pool, I have to ask, have you done your personal responsibility and done your daily dose of breathing? And I mean, I guess if you haven't done it, then I can do it with you. However, it's really not my job to make sure that you breathe. But whatever, I'll indulge you this one time. So actually, let me put this window down. That way I can get the most out of what oxygen has to offer me. So we're going to breathe in. And we're going to breathe out. And, hmm, what's a good analogy for this one? Like that lady at the bar who actually bought you a drink. We're going to do it two times. Ah. Uh, So what's going on, guys? How have y'all been since the last time I have spoken to you? Because I'll be honest, your boy is tired. It is what I call hell week because at my job, they just decided, you know what? Working 40 hours a week isn't enough for us. So we're going to tell you, not ask you, tell you that you are scheduled to work an additional day. Now, don't worry. We're going to pay you of course, the overtime. In fact, we're so generous, we're actually going to pay you double what you would um, be, be getting paid otherwise. So that started on this Sunday past. I'm not sure what date that is. What's the date? Like the 25th, 26th? Hold on. Uh, 25th. So that's like what? The 20th? Um, started then. And that's going to be going until tomorrow, Saturday. Now, they had originally planned for me to uh, work this grueling extra 10-hour shift on Thursday. I told them the only reason why I even picked the schedule to work that I did was so that I wouldn't have to work Thursday. So you're going to have to pick a different day for me. How about Saturday? And then I foolishly realized, or remembered about eh, two hours afterwards oh crap i said that i was gonna go to the beach with my family on saturday oh completely forgot about it so i went back and uh, i started by going i know that i asked you guys to do me a favor and i hate to be difficult and then i kind of remembered wait 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 a second wait a second this is a job you know a lot of people, because I've talked to a couple of people about this, kind of seem to forget that your j- employer needs you really more 
then you need them. Now, I'm not talking about as an individual, you know, you as a singular person kind of do need your job more than your job needs you unless you're, of course, you know, a CEO or something like that. But in terms of workforce, employers need a workforce more than the workforce needs an employer. There's plenty of government systems uh, that'll help you out if you're doing rough. That's shit. There's a lot of people who really get by without having to work much at all, working only, you know, 20 hours a week, 14 hours a week, and still get the benefits and such. Yeah, sure, they live in maybe a shittier neighborhood, but in the town I live in, there isn't really much such thing as something being shittier than the other. Trust me. So... I then went in and just said, you know what? I can't do it on Saturday. I didn't even tell them why. Uh, I just need you to do it to Friday. They said, is it just going to be for this time that we need you to work extra hours or is it every time? And I said, honestly, I don't know. We'll see what happens. You don't, you really don't owe your job anything besides showing up at the time that they predetermined you to be there and that you agreed to be there and that you work the whole shift. Uh, And even with that whole work, the whole shift, even that has a little asterisk on it because really you're only responsible for working as much as you can. If you don't feel well, then tell them you don't feel well and go home. There, there isn't a discussion. There isn't a, well, can you just stick it out for this long? Oh, well, we don't have anybody to replace you, so you can't take the day off. That's not how that works. You're not asking them. They're not your parents. They're not the cops. You're telling them. It's a mutually beneficial uh, uh, what's the word I want to use for it? Uh, mutually beneficial agreement, I guess, that y'all have between the two of you. You got to go. You got to go. You want to take a day off? Take a day off. I actually, because see, usually I work uh, Sunday night up th- until Thursday morning. So I work four days a week, 10 hours each. On the, let's see, third day, I was wiped. They put me somewhere other that's much more labor, uh, physically labor intensive than I'm used to. They did that to me on what? The second day really kicked my ass. I thought I was going to be fine to do it. Couldn't do it. At the end of the day, it's just money because, you know, I'm going to be missing out on that extra pay. So instead of working 50 hours, I'm only working 40. Therefore, I'm coming in and working on a Friday for really absolutely no fucking reason. Just because they told me to. Um, But, you know, that extra money that I would have had from working that extra shift, I'm telling you people, there's no amount of money that is worth your health. If you take anything away from what I say on this podcast, just know that no job that you have is worth your own health, whether that be physical, mental, or emotional. All right? I'm going to say that again, just in case you missed it. No amount of money that your job is paying you is worth you running yourself into the ground, worth you missing important time with your family more than you having important time for yourself to rest your own body. It's not worth it. Take that day off. But don't be that fucking person. Don't be that person who goes to work and complains about being at work. Nobody wants to hear that. Just take your ass home. Just go home. Go home. Okay? It's really... (coughs) Excuse me. It's really not that it's it's not that deep. It's really not. You don't feel good, go home. But um Yeah, so I just wanted to talk about that one for a little bit. Uh, I got some questions 
about last week's episodes, and I'm not gonna, you know, read them to you guys because, quite frankly, I'm not even sure if I can exit this to pull up those questions while I'm recording. So we're just gonna freeball it here, like we do everything else here on the podcast in my head. So there were some people who were, I think, concerned is the word I used, worried that. Because I said that I'm tired of arguing with feminists and because I'm uh, tired of the hate and the divide, that that meant that I was never going to talk about them again or even that I would never make fun of them again. And I am here to clear it up with you all that that is 110% not, I repeat, not the case. All right. I... When I said that, what I at least was intending to say is that I'm tired of getting into random Facebook arguments with feminists uh, over really nothing. And yeah, yeah, I know that even that within itself would upset people because that's implying that feminists get angry or complain or whatever word you want to use for it over nothing. And I'm going to say about 75% of the time, uh, that is, wait, not the case? Or am I saying that is the case? Like, three out of four things that feminists are upset about, three out of four things that feminists are chanting and marching and all that jazz for is really completely valid stuff. But that other 25%, it's kind of this weird gray area because the area itself is perfectly valid, but it's based off of misinterpretation of the information. Okay, I'll give you a prime example. I'm going to reference again uh, that post that I told you guys I made that conversational thread that I had. uh, with the feminists. Okay, so a lot of them were saying that what they want was the right to do with their bodies what they want to do with their bodies. Yeah, I can agree with that. Uh, I will say the only gray area for that is if you get pregnant by a guy who is in your who is not only in your life but is willing and wanting to be in that child's life. Uh, I will say that that gets a bit gray. Do I want to go into this? Do I want to go into it? You know what? Sure. Let's go into it. Um, I think in cases of um, assault and incest, if you want to get rid of that baby, I say, fine, go ahead. Those are both predatory type uh, relationships. And I completely agree with a woman who decides that she wants to get rid of that kid. That's just me. But I think if it's a case, for example, like me with my own girlfriend, okay, we're both happy together. We're, we both want to be together. Um, but if we were to find out that we were having a kid, I'm not going to lie. I've always wanted kids. Ever since I was a kid, I wanted kids. I still do. We're not really planning for one. But if we were to unexpectedly have one, I would just roll with it. I would roll with it. You know, there's a lot of people who think, well, I'm not ready. I don't have this this saved up. Believe me. While I want to, while I will say that it is great, if you are able to plan, sometimes stuff just happens. And for the majority of people, it's stuff just happens and they roll with it. Okay. This dude is on his phone texting while also looking in his back seat and driving his car. 
his BMW, his white BMW, on the wrong side of the lines, jackasses. I'm actually in the parking lot of my job. That's how busy my week is. <laughs> I don't even have the time to do the podcast at a normal time. Um, what was I saying before I got distracted by that jackass? Um, but for the majority of people, kids kind of just happen and they roll with it. And it's been working for thousands and thousands of years. I almost guarantee that you're not as bad off as you think you are. But even then, hey, if you want to do that, you do that. But in those cases, I do not believe that uh, the woman should just get to kill that guy's kid because she doesn't want to care. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to include um, if there are health concerns. If they say, yeah, we just think that you're going to have a high chance of, you know, bleeding out or, you know, some other horrible medical complications, dying or something like that through childbirth. That reason, by all means, go right ahead. But if the doctors check you out, they go, yep, everything seems just fine. You seem like you're going to, you know, be healthy, like you're going to have a healthy baby. I just don't think that you should just decide that just because you don't want it, you should you should get to kill the guy's kid. Hell, how about you carry how about you carry the kid, birth it and then give it to him and let him leave. If you don't want to be with him, if that's how it is, you know, have the kid, let him take the kid and then y'all in the relationship. Okay, you don't have to be moms don't have to be a part of the kid's life. It's sure it would be great if it is. But kids grow up just fine without their dads in the picture. I promise they'll grow up just fine without their moms in the picture, too. Um, but um, yeah, I know I'm already like preparing for the influx of, of, of messages that I'm going to get. But that's just my two cents. OK, um. So that was one thing they were talking about. Women having the right to do with their bodies that they want. Uh, They also were talking about the equal pay. And that's the one that I go, you're you're so... What did Joe Pesci say in... uh, uh, What was it? Goodfellas? He's just happy to be a jerk or whatever. He's just pretty much ignorance is bliss. They're, They're just perfectly fine running around with that misinformation and chanting it. Because I saw it... Out of ten comments, I saw it maybe seven times out of ten about well, we just we just want equal pay. We want equal pay for the same work. Well, you have equal pay for the same work. I will say the one area, really, because in lower retail jobs that's not the case. Everybody gets paid uh, the same. But it's when you get to those higher pay positions, those salaried positions, that women seem to lack. And the reason why women lack on that is because. And, and this has just been been shown to be true across the books. Men are more likely to ask their boss for a raise. Men are more likely to ask for a higher rate of pay when they are negotiating a salary. And men are much higher to when their offer for more pay gets denied to actually fight for it. All right. Women are just generally nicer people <laughs> when they're not screaming at you. They're generally nicer, uh, the the nicer gender. And I would wager that a lot of them are a lot less likely to push for that. Hey, maybe it's because of our society telling women that they're not allowed to be pushy or else they're bitches. Whatever the reason is, that's kind of how it is. But just because a guy had had <laughs> literally more balls to ask for more money does not mean that somebody is discriminating against you. They're not the same thing again, but that's if it's actually negotiable. I don't know anywhere 
where they say, all right, so we're going to pay you $50,000 a year, but you know what? We're going to pay her $40,000 a year. Also, please tell me in what universe it would make sense that if a woman can do the same job just as well as a man can, however, a guy can... If a guy could get away with paying a woman less, then why the hell would he ever hire men? Like, I can, I actually do believe that to an extent, yeah, society favors, favors men more than women to an extent. Okay, it also is in different areas and such. But America, at least, is founded on money in the bottom dollar. You can look at any business that you've ever worked at and every business's thing is making that sure that that bottom, you know, getting those extra dollars. So if they could make more money by not hiring men and instead hiring women, they would for sure do it, at least here in America. In other countries, it's not the case. They're a bit more humanitarian in places outside the U.S. So, you know, it's a bit... Uh... I don't even know the word I want to use for that. It's it's different when you go to other countries. But here in America, yeah, there's no way. There's no way. Like, you really mean to think that they hate women that much to, to, to pay money to not have women there? Yeah, yeah, no. No. That's, that's bullshit. It always has been bullshit. Actually, I'm sorry. Not that it always has been bullshit. It has been bullshit for quite a while. And I believe that it will be. But I saw it also come up so many times about that pay gap that I thought I would ask because people were saying yeah I worked at a place where they paid men more than me okay well, well then where'd you work because I'll tell you what I, sh- I I very much believe that you know we're so happy quick and eager to call out uh, racists and sexists online but hold on people somebody's walking towards my car no he's going over there um, you have no problem um, outing racists and sexists, you know, writing to their jobs and getting them fired or at least trying to all that stuff that you're willing to do to call out people that are bigots and all that such. Then you should be able to tell me where that's actually happening. If you're really a fighter, you would want to find those places that are doing that and you would want to stop them as soon as possible. Right. At least I would. If it was something that I was really willing to fight for, yeah, I sure as hell would. So I asked, well, where is that? Where are these places? Well, that's not my responsibility to tell you. You you can look it up. You can Google it. Well, why would I Google it if you know? Then why don't you just tell me? And I know, I've mentioned this before, talking about emotional labor, but I'm going to go into it a little bit harder today. And I'm going to say it again. Emotional labor is the stupidest fucking phrase I have ever heard in my life come out of the left. First of all, it is a, uh, what's the word? It's a a reflective, I'm sorry, it's a deflection tactic. I firmly believe that emotional labor is a term that people use when they realize they don't have an argument. When they just want to yell for the sake of yelling and feel like they actually said something. Because note that anybody who uses emotional labor as a, uh, as a, you know, default, as a fallback, never actually answers the question. 
And it and it really applies to anywhere that you hear it from, whether you're hearing it from feminists or you're hearing it from, you know, Black Lives Matter or any other uh, minority pride group that you want to talk about. They all talk about emotional labor and how it's not their responsibility to educate you, but then want you to learn their side. Oh, you, you can just go find that on your own. If you want to know, then you'll find that on your own. Well, no, no. I, I Look, I'll be honest. I'm not humanitarian enough. I don't care enough about you or your movement to go and look it up. I care just enough about your movement to hear what you have to say. And really, so far, you haven't said anything. And that's what a lot of the feminists in that group uh, were doing. They really weren't saying anything. They were chanting. Uh, I'm sorry, chanting. Thinking of chanting and shouting. They were chanting that they want the same pay and that there's discrimination, but don't want to tell me where it is. They, they also, there were also a couple who, who talked about pink tax, another one that's fucking stupid, okay? Pink tax is essentially that female products cost the same for guy products of the same kind, okay? So you buy, you buy like a bottle of Dove or something, and the Dove for men might be $5, but the Dove for women is like $7, okay? If you were to take I don't know. Oh, actually, no, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm not even done with emotional labor yet. Tell me in, <laughs> there are so many other scenarios of where emotional labor doesn't even apply. I'll give you a, a prime example. And I'll admit that it was really hard to think of an example uh, of emotional labor where it would be stupid when it wasn't coming from a person whose job it was to teach you, for example, like a teacher. Your teachers don't sit in class and go, two plus two is four, and when you say why, they go, that's not my job, go Google to figure it out. Well, okay, that actually is their job. Fine. Fine. They're paid by our tax dollars. That is their responsibility. But you know who doesn't have that responsibility? Uh, Police officers. I'm about 95% sure that a cop doesn't actually really have to explain to you why they are pulling you over. They do it as more of a, look, this is what you did wrong. And I would and I would kind of like for you to not do it again. All right. A cop isn't going to give you a ticket because you didn't run that stop sign or because you didn't run that red light. All right. It, 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 it's let me not even say it won't happen because there's going to be one person who was like, well, this one time I, I stopped, but I only stopped for oh God. Even trying to make fun of people is getting exhausting at this point. Um, but they can just give you the ticket. I pulled you over because of this. Hand you the ticket. They don't have to do no explanation. They really don't have to tell you much of nothing else besides that they're giving you a ticket. But they do it anyway. Because it's a public service. They're public servants. And it is a public service for them to do that. Hell. um, I, 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 I had another one. I had another one. I don't know what it is. I don't remember. It'll come back to me later. Imagine... Also, if you're fighting for one of these minority groups, you know how fucking privileged, how privileged you have to be to be able to say, well, it's too hard. It's too difficult to tell you why you're wrong. How about you just explain it? It's tiring. Imagine I want you to go back 60 years. I want you to go back 60 years and I want you to find someone, 
Find someone who was part of the civil rights movement. Find somebody who was doing the sit-ins. Find somebody who was in those riots that got, uh, who got attacked by the dogs and the fire hoses. I want you to find one of those people. Hell, hell one of those people that, 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 that sat on the bus and said, I'm, I'm not moving. Go find one of those people and have a conversation with them and tell them, yeah, it's really, really hard to explain to people why they're wrong. Because believe me when I say, if any of those people had that as an option back in the day to instead of sitting in a restaurant and having, you know, getting clubbed over the back of the head by people for just sitting in a restaurant, if they could have done that, they for sure as shit would have. But you know why they didn't do that? Because it doesn't fucking work. No movement works if you're not willing to explain to somebody what your movement is. How does that work if you go to a protest? or riot or whatever it is that you want to call it that they do. What, how does that work? Isn't it laborious to make a sign? Isn't it laborious to go out there chanting? That, that, that's physically laborious. But you don't have a problem going down to D.C. and standing in the middle of Washington and screaming, but you have a hard time typing some lines on a paper. And it's really, really funny because when I was further poking at this person, and I don't mean poking as in like provoking, but poking as in like, Okay, well, you're saying that I look it up, but if you know where it is, then why would you not just tell me? That way I can use my place, the, whatever power you seem to think that I have in society, and I can go and fight for this cause with you if I knew what it was about. But you don't want me to understand because you don't want to have to explain it to me? Please, somebody. Well, I would say explain to me how that makes sense, but that would be emotional labor. It's, it's laziness. That, that's exactly what it is. Because I can't think of a single thing. How about, how about something stupid, okay? I'll compare it to something actually dumb, okay? I have seen countless times, time and time again, people talk about, like, Batman fighting Superman, okay? So many countless, countless times, okay? I, personally find it exhausting. I've had that conversation a lot of times, and I don't particularly care to have it. So since it's tiring to me and I see people in those arguments, I generally don't engage in it whatsoever. I don't comment on it. I may see what some people are saying. I'll scroll some, you know, but then I move on. Eh, whatever. Not worth my time. It's not worth my time. If they want to argue it, they can argue it. But if you're going to make it a point to comment on it, especially if you're going to make a point to comment on it multiple times, then you shouldn't have a problem explaining it. If you can call me out for how much of a jackass I'm apparently being for not seeing what your stance is, and you can do that in six paragraphs, you can tell me, you can write one paragraph telling me why you believe in the stance that you believe in. I really don't see what it's hard. And if it's something that you've had to do time and time again, especially considering that most everything is done on online these days, that means you've typed it. Did you know that on your phone and on your computer, you can copy and paste any text that you have typed, any of it. You can even do voice memos where you don't even have to type it. You speak it. It's as if you're talking to another person. It then saves your words for another conversation. There are so many ways. That's that, that is the most first world fucking problem. One of the most dumb first world problems I have heard in quite a long time. Oh, it's too hard to type. Get the fuck out of here. Emotional labor. Fucking stupid, okay? Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Did they say anything else I thought was dumb? No. Uh, they also did mention 
that they want to be able to take a walk at night or be able to, you know, cross the parking lot and go to their cars without wor- uh, without being worried about some guy, you know, somebody attacking them uh, without them uh, feeling unsafe and being afraid. Uh, that is 110% reasonable. That is not an unreasonable thing to ask for. But again, when you have context, oh, look at me mansplaining over here. That within itself is violent. <laughs> they don't want to explain themselves because it's emotional labor. And if I explain myself, I'm mansplaining. It's it, it's it's literally a believe in what I believe in when I tell you to believe it or you're garbage. Frankly, I should just start owning those those labels. Like when somebody says, oh, you, you're a misogynist. Be like, yep, okay, I'm a misogynist. Now what? What else do you have to say? <laughs> Which is typically the case. It, it, it's generally what I've noticed that, that the arguments divulge from is you say what you say. You get called a misogynist or a sexist or whatever it is you want to be called. And then you feed into it and you argue with them trying to defend yourself, saying, no, that's not what I am. No, that's not. No, 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 no. Don't argue it. There's no point. Once they've made up that decision that that's what you are, there is nothing that will get you out of it. So you might well take it. Okay, I am a misogynist. Now what? What's next? Because they don't have anything after that. All they can do is scream at you. That's all they have. And by they... Was that, was that Jesus driving a Kia? Uh, um, yeah, just take it. Roll the punches. Okay, you got me. Now what do you have to say? <laughs> and, then, and then they got nothing. And then they're quiet after that. Um, but with some context, believe me when I say, I'm a six foot six tall black man. There has never been a time where I could say that I've quite felt safe. I look around me constantly when I'm walking. I try to make it a point to not pull my uh, phone out while I'm outside. I try to make it a point to not pull my wallet out or even make it known where my wallet is. Like when I see dudes and their wallets are bulging out of their pockets, I'm like, yeah, that's that's a not smart move. Um, but I feel fear as well. No, I will admit, I will admit that I might not feel as much fear as a woman does because I am larger. But I've been jumped more than once in my life. Uh, I can't think of a time that I've been pickpocketed. But I feel that same fear. I cross the street. I, I cross the street. When I see like a group of dudes coming, I, I cross the street. All right? I've done it before. Not every single time. I, I, I've done it before. I get nervous. Women are not the only ones who feel fear from being attacked. Okay? But again, I will say that, yeah, sure, sure. Y'all feel it more, more than the average, than the average uh, man does. Yeah, I don't like going out to walk at night. Who the hell does that? So stupid. Get attacked by anything out there. Do people, animals, whatever the fuck. Stupid. Um, so unfortunately, as unfortunate as that is, I don't think that's ever going to happen. Women are, are, are never going to just feel safe walking because nobody does. They just want to feel more safe. Perfectly reasonable. It's just unrealistic. I think the last thing that I want to hit on this on, uh, hold on, uh, hit uh, hit on about this, on hit about this? I don't know. Touch on about this is, um, oh, fuck, I forgot. What else were they saying? It was same pay, uh, being safe, Oh, um, they also mentioned, uh, eh, eh, no, I don't actually feel like talking about that. 
You know, with as much fear, with as much fear as women have of being randomly assaulted by somebody, something that I will say that a woman will never experience is the fear of someone making that up just to spite you. Because people don't do that kind of, like, yeah, if somebody is going to spite a woman, it generally tends to be physical. I'm not going to compare the two. I'm not going to say that one is any worse than the other because we have people that have experienced, we know people that have experienced both and moved on. And we've had experience, people who have experienced both and not move on. So this is by no means a compare and contrast or that men have it worse than women or women have it worse than men. But the knowledge that you can do something that you truly do not know is malicious and still be charged as if you were a violent offender is something that a woman will never experience. A woman will never experience um, going to a party, drinking drugs, whatever you have it that might be there, sleeping with somebody who says that they want to sleep with them and then later on have that... uh, be reversed and said, you assaulted me because I was not in my right mind. Women will never, ever experience that. Women will never experience somebody, uh, you just walking past someone, uh, you just being close to someone and them looking at you like you're an animal or like you are a monster. Uh, Women will never experience that. Women will never experience being out with their children and having people questioning your parenthood simply because you're a woman. No one ever does that. In fact, women get defaulted on as being the better parents, okay? Women never, <laughs> ne- never experience that. Um, but that doesn't matter. It's not about what I think a lot of feminists... And I really want to clarify, just like I said in last week's episode, when I actually say, uh, I know that I've been just loosely using feminist, but I'm really trying to think of another word for the radical ones. Okay. Somebody mentioned something about TERFs. I think, I think they said it stands for like trans exclusionary radical feminists. Okay. Apparently they don't believe that trans women are women. I mean, they're not, but, uh, whatever they, they don't believe that. But apparently they're like the ra- they're like the radical ones. So I want to really try to use TERFs when I mean them. And then I want to try to use feminists when I mean, again, like the ones that I was talking about last week who were talking to me, who were just explaining their, uh, their points of view in a respectful manner. Okay. So, shit, what was I saying? Oh, fuck. I forgot. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, but uh, a lot of things that uh, these TERFs don't seem to understand is that in whatever walk of life you have, there's going to come pros and cons. You're going to have privileges and disadvantages that really are kind of that are going to apply to you demographically, but are also going to apply to you personally. Okay, some people didn't grow up without a dad in their life. Does that mean that people who do should feel bad or that they owe me anything? Because I would say no. Look, uh, there are there is shit that both men and women that we both have to deal with. There is there is shit. 
like I said, the whole par- question, questioned parenting thing. That's that's not going to happen. It's really not going to happen to a woman. It happens to a lot of men. Um, or being looked at sideways just because you're with kids. Not going to happen to a woman. You know, um, yeah, that's just not going to happen. And it's a privilege that women have that men don't have. But you don't really see men walking around with chaining with signs and bitching and moaning and complaining and shit about it. We kind of just deal with it, which I really feel like that's something that's a, that's a trait that men have been uh, that's been normalized with men that has not been normalized with women. What's been normalized with men is, yeah, you're going to have to deal with some shit, but you just take your punches and you, you know, you push through it. But women learn you, you take a punch and you fall down. Take a punch, you fall, you go, oh my God, my leg, oh my God, it hurts. It's, look, it's just the way that we are. But you can't look at it as, oh, woe is me, my life is just all miserable and everyone else has it great. Because believe me, a lot of them we're talking about, we want the same types of freedoms and shit that men have. No, no you don't. You know, women didn't even, weren't even getting drafted until years after men were because men were getting drafted back in the 1800s men men were getting drafted hell even back in ancient times shit look at look at mulan at mulan it was one man from every family has to go fight women were completely excluded hundreds of years that women have been avoiding any sort of draft but i've never seen a feminist or any of them say we want the right to be drafted never hear it you never see it they don't want that. They only want the good parts. They want to cherry pick. Oh, I want to be able to kind of walk at night and feel a little bit safer. Yeah, I want that one. I want to get the same chance to be promoted as a guy does. Yeah, I want that one. Do I want somebody to call me a pedo because they saw me hug a kid? No. Oh, God. No, no, no. I don't want that. Do I want an equal chance to lose my kids in a divorce or have to pay my husband alimony? Oh, God, no. You should. Oh, my God. Even that within itself. Alimony and child support payments. You should see you could go online because it's not my responsibility to, to, to educate you people on this you can just go look it up because it's really hard to explain to you but you should look at how many uh women have been forced to pay out uh, alimony and child support payments and then go all over facebook and say that this isn't right i shouldn't have to pay my husband just because he doesn't want to be with me anymore yeah that's what we've, that's what we've been saying all these years Hell, I just saw a, a video today of a woman. She said, if you pay, she said, yeah, this guy bought me a car and he put me up in a place and then we weren't together. Like, we're still friends. There's no bad blood or nothing, but we're just not together anymore. But like, you can't take that from me because now I'm used to that life and you had to keep paying for it because you already got it for me and I should keep the car. I'm so serious. It was her, two other women and a guy. And the guy, bless his heart, was like, what are you talking about? Like, if we do this when we're to, like, you do this when you're with someone because you're with somebody. You live that life style because they have that lifestyle but once y'all separate you don't have that lifestyle anymore made perfect sense to me and she was like well nope then you should have done it for me i'm already used to it it's already mine fucking bullshit (laughs) oh oh damn i got a couple minutes before before going to work all right guys uh shit what was it anything else i wanted to talk about i don't really think so but i kind of got to cut this one short guys uh, sorry for that. It's just been a crazy week. If I hadn't done it when I did, my only other option would have been to, uh, not do it this, or I'm sorry. I would have had to do it like Thursday, not even Thursday, next Friday, truly my only option. 
because I get off work at 4.30 in the morning. My parents wanted to hit the, hit the road at 3. So I had to get off work after working 10 hours, go home. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not even go home. Get in my car and go straight there to then spend hours driving. They'd be at the beach all day and drive back. So there's no way in hell that it's going to happen tomorrow, guys. So, like I said, sorry it's going to be a little bit short for this week. Uh, I don't really think I'm going to come back to this uh, explaining my feminist standpoint thing. I still stand by what I said. Uh, feminists are fine. Uh, turfs or whatever, and they're not worth my time talking to. And remember, it's not all women. Uh, I'm sorry, it's not all feminists, but it's enough feminists. And... Um, yeah, I think that's what I was just about doing. Oh, it's only like five minutes. We're at 40 minutes, guys. Alrighty. Wish me luck. My whole week's almost over. And I will talk to you guys next Friday. And please, despite what some moron might call you over the internet, do not, I repeat, do not choke anybody. Alright? Uh, let's see. Do I want to leave off? Do I want to leave off with anything to ponder anything for us to think about uh you know what guys how about this how about this as a little bit of a sneak peek into next week's episode provided of course nothing interesting happens which in my life nothing does let's talk about what makes a good villain Okay, whether that be really in anything, if it's in a cartoon, anime, if it's in just a regular movie, like, you know, uh, uh, what's what's that dude's name? Jason Statham? Yeah, those like transported movies and shit, you know, there's always some bad guy. But like, what makes a good villain? All right. You guys think about that. Hit me up on the Facebook page for the podcast in my head. And I will see you guys next week. Goodbye.